Hey everyone, and welcome to Questions. I'm here with Pastor Joel. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Glad to be here. Hey, so we had a question last episode from Stephen that we actually, he has mm-hmm. a follow-up question. So his original question was, what is wholesome speech according to the Bible? And if you go on our uh, platforms, you can see the answer to that. Pastor Joel did a great job answering that. But he had a follow-up question uh, that we want to address also. We just wanted to reference that first question that Stephen had. But he mm-hmm. also asks, what is why is it often easier to criticize than encourage? And I know those are kind of two related to the mm-hmm. previous question. So yep. what would you say to him? Why is it often easier to criticize than encourage? Well, I would say um, that's a great question. But first thing I got to do, Stephen, is I, I have a question for you. W- what makes you think that you get to ask two questions? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just kidding. No, that's a that's a great follow-up question. So uh, anybody who's listening to this, I would, I would definitely encourage them to go back and listen to the answer to Stephen's first question. Because, right. re- again, the question being, the first one being, um, you know, what is a, a wholesome, wholesome speech right. according to the Bible? And so a lot of what I talked about in that context was just saying that, um, well, unwholesome speech using primarily um, Ephesians uh, chapter 4 verse 29. Um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29. Let me read it for us real quick. It says, um, let no unwholesome speech or some translations will say corrupting talk proceed from your mouth. But here it is. So this is the opposite now of unwholesome speech, but only such as is good for building up, or some translations would say good for um, edification, which again just means to build up. So so we talked about uh, in answering Stephen's first question, we said that um, wholesome speech is speech. It's not just nice speech, right? It's, it's, it's not just um, speech that's rated G, whatever that would be, but it's, uh, it's speech with a purpose. It's speech that builds, it constructs. It doesn't just tear down, it builds up. And sometimes you could use some strong language that, that in other contexts might be inappropriate, but in a particular context actually is appropriate because it's it's precisely the kind of speech that's necessary for that context to build up. And speech is not not universally, not without any caveat, right? But but to a large extent, speech is contextual. So like, well, where do you get that? Well, we get that from the same verse. So again, Ephesians chapter four, verse twenty nine. It, it it says. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but, right, no unwholesome speech, but that, what's the opposite? What's wholesome speech? Only such as is good for building up edification, and it continues. It says, as fits the occasion. There's the contextual piece. Speech that is going to build up in this given situation. The speech that's going to be effective for building up in this context. Mm -hmm. And that's going to vary from context to context, again, within reason. That it may give grace, finishing the verse now, that it may give grace to those who hear. So, Stephen, you're right in your follow-up question to imply that um, correction may be at times, absolutely is at times, wholesome speech. Correction... Uh, builds up, right? If it fits the occasion. There are occasions, there are contexts where the speech that is required is, it's a word of correction. 
the person will not be built up any other way but by correction. So in order to have wholesome speech, wholesome speech is edifying speech, building up speech. And there are occasions, there are contexts where precisely what the person needs in order to be built up is a correction, is a rebuke. So um, the Bible does not say, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. No, the, the Bible says, whenever you speak, build others up. And that includes correction. But your question, Stephen, this follow-up question is, why is it so much easier at times to correct, or, or, or the, the term that you used is to offer criticism rather than encouragement? And I've given this a decent amount of thought, and I think it's precisely because of this reason. When we offer someone a criticism, and I'm going to put, I'm going to say criticism is kind of the overarching banner over here. And, and underneath that, I would put rebuke, correction, those kinds of things. So um, a, a critique versus an encouragement. Now, both, as I've already said, depending on the context, both can be edifying. Both can be wholesome speech that builds up. But I, I think Stephen is on to something when, when he says it, that there's a tendency at times to, for us to want to gravitate towards trying to build someone up in the criticism category rather than the encouragement category. And I think the reason is this. In a criticism, when we offer correction, rebuke, or critique, uh, I think I think we're doing a lot of things, um, but, but at minimum, we're doing this. Um, we're making a contribution. We're making a contribution. What we're doing is we are identifying something in the person that is lacking some area where they're weak, something that's off, something that's missing. And we are, in a sense, and I think this can be done in a righteous way, in a humble way, so I'm not, I'm not demonizing this. Correction has to be offered at times. But I think what we're doing is we're saying, look, something's missing, and I know what it is. Right? You're off, you're weak in this area, and I think I might be just the help that you've been needing. Right? So we're, it's a contribution. Right? In, in, in a critique, in a criticism, in a correction, we are contributing something. We're identifying a problem and we are offering, contributing a solution. Whereas in an encouragement, what we're doing, I think, is uh, rather than making a contribution, we're simply making an acknowledgement. Right? So Stephen, those two words. In, in a criticism, we are offering a contribution. In an encouragement, we're offering an acknowledgement. This is what I mean by that. What we're doing is we're saying, we're, we're pinpointing what we're identifying is not something that's lacking, but rather something that's present. Not an area where they're weak, but rather an area where they're strong. So in an encouragement, what I'm doing is rather than, rather than making a contribution, meeting a need, I'm actually just simply making an acknowledgement of, of, of their their absence of need. In an encouragement, in a sense, what I'm doing is this. I'm saying, you don't need me. That's what I'm doing. So like, even in my marriage with my wife, there are times where my heart, and again, correction is not always wrong. There are times where correction is, it's, it's necessary. It's needed. But there are times where it's like, okay, like, yeah, I could correct my wife for this, but, but it would also be righteous and true. It would be truthful, honest. It's not flattery. It's, it's honest for me to just acknowledge something that's great about my wife, mm -hmm. right? There, there are some areas I, I could make a contribution, 
a criticism, a correction, because there really are some things that are lacking. But I also could make an encouragement, an acknowledgement, because there are some strengths, some good things that are actually present. I can do both. And here's the reality, Stephen, with, with virtually every single human being you know, even if they're non-believer, because simply by virtue of them being an image bearer of the living God, created in God's image because of God's common grace, there's not one human being on the planet that there's not something that you could acknowledge in a positive way. So with every single person that, that, that you cross paths with, there is something that you can critique and something you can encourage, so, right? There's, there's always going to be the opportunity for correction. And there's always going to be the opportunity for encouragement. There's something lacking that you can make a contribution and something present that you can make an acknowledgement. And there is, you're absolutely right. And there is a tendency in our hearts to want to do the contributing choice rather than the acknowledging choice. I, I think that I think that's the thing. So in an encouragement, what I'm saying back to my wife, I'm saying, man, you are really excelling in this. And there's a sense in which what's being conveyed there is um, you don't need me. In fact, I, I might even need you in this area. You're you're doing great. Whereas when I correct my wife, I'm saying, hey, you kind of need me here. You know, see, because see how I was able to discern and identify this problem. And I'm also not just identifying the problem and making a diagnosis, right? But I'm also giving you a prescription. I'm offering a solution. This is here with this is what the Bible would say about them, those kinds of things. And again, that's good within measure. But, but there's a point where we can just exasperate people, right? Where even if, if every single critique Every contribution, every correction is true. I just think like, what if God did that with me? Right? The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. What, what is it? It's a contribution. The Holy Spirit is, he is identifying, right? He, he, the ministry of the indwelling spirit, he is bringing to the surface, bringing to light areas in our lives that are lacking sin. He's convicting us of sin. But here's the thing. There's like a million different sins that I, I'm not even presently aware of. You know what I love about the Holy Spirit? What I love about our gracious, kind, merciful God? Uh, he does not pass over sin. He convicts of sin. But praise God in his mercy, he doesn't convict us of every single sin all at once. There's always something that we can contribute. There's always lack in other sinners. But by God's grace, there's also good. And so I think as we're, as we're, trying to disciple others, live in relationship with others. As parents, like the Bible says, fathers do not exasperate your children. I think part of that is putting certain expectations on them that are just unattainable, unachievable, but then also just always making the contribution, right? Always the criticism, never the acknowledgement. What, what young children, especially young boys from their fathers, what they so desperately need is acknowledgement. They need their dad to say, I'm proud of you. Way to go, son. a boy." Right, they need those attaboys from time to time, and and in that there's there's a selflessness to encouragement, because it's it's getting away from me, and it's just saying, look, I, I'm not I'm not using this corrective moment as an opportunity to remind you of of how how you need me. No, 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 no. It's it's just not about me right now. I'm literally only saying something right now, simply to acknowledge something good in you. Mm -hmm making no contribution of my own, just acknowledging something that the Lord has done that is marvelous and wonderful in you. And I think that takes humility. We don't like that. We, we would rather do, we would rather make a contribution, 
criticism than an acknowledgement, encouragement. Well, thank you, Stephen, for sending in that follow-up question. Um, And if you have a question just like Stephen, we'd love to answer those on future episodes. So write us at rightresponseministries.com or whatever social media platform you're watching us on in the comments section. We'd love to get to those on future episodes. Thank you, Pastor Joel, and uh, we'll see you next time. As a special thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll be happy to send you a free digital book from our store. To access this offer, visit rightresponseministries.com offer. We highly recommend Pastor Joel's book, Am I Truly Saved? If you or someone you know has wrestled with doubts about the love of God, this would be a great resource. As a reminder, to get this offer, go to rightresponseministries.com offer. And thank you for your generous support.